going to do a lot of shouting and singing today. Amen. Good to see you all. Are you happy? Are you blessed? Are you favored? Wow, what else? Are you prosperous? Are you living? Are you conquering? Are you fruitful? Then go home then. <laughs> no, no, no. Before we... Oh, you want more? Okay, you get more. You get more. God is in the house. The Holy Spirit is in the house. Amen. And he's going to give us everything that we need today. Amen. Thank God that we have come to a God who is full of abundance. Amen. He's given us his abundant life. But before I go on, let me just say hello to everybody in the coronet. We love you. We bless you. Why don't we just thank the Lord for everybody in the coronet? Amen. We bless you all. Well done, Kristen and Tony over there. We also welcome everybody that is watching us live on the internet. And sometimes I do, you know, when I'm in Hackney, just before I go to preach, I just, you know, watch a bit of what God is doing here. So, hello everybody on the internet as well. Amen. Praise the living Jesus. God is so good. Mm. Mm. God is so good. Do you believe that? Don't take that. I'm about to play. I'm about to play. Amen. Something is happening here. Something is happening in our hearts. Mm. You know, it's always my prayer. When we come to church. That we never go back home. The same way. Mm. It's not just a statement of facts, but it's a statement of belief. I don't want anybody to leave this place. If you've come here, you've not saved, my praise that you will get saved. If you've come here and you're looking for a miracle, my prayer is that you will get a confirmation of your miracle before you leave. If you've come here and you need healing, I pray that the Lord will touch you. If you've come here and there's heaviness in your heart, I'm praying that there will be peace before you leave. You know, if you've come here, you know, and, and you, you need a financial breakthrough, you've got to pay some bills or do something, my prayer is that God will respond, that God will touch you, God will bless you. You know, we have an amazing God. He's a good God. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you with me? God is, God is good to us. Hmm? He's true to his words. He will never leave us, nor forsake us. Amen. The Bible says that those who put their trust in the Lord shall never be disappointed. Disappointment is not our portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're not abandoned. We have a God that we can call on. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, sometimes I talk about my life. And, you know, Monday when I was a student, most of my student life, I, I went to boarding school. But... Um, in my, in my last year, we were, I went to a boys' school back in Nigeria. And um, in my last year, we were, were too unruly and troublesome that they kicked everybody out of the boarding house. Amen. We just, I, I mean, don't even ask me. That was in 19, 1980 or something. And I remember Monday used to be the worst day for me. And I'll tell you why. And my father was not 
it wasn't, my father wasn't poor. I don't come from a kind of poor background. But every Monday, and it used to happen every Monday, when I go and ask my father, I don't know whether it was a resentment that this boy, they probably kicked everybody. I don't know what it was. I wish I could have asked him then. But every Monday when I go and ask him for my pocket money for the week, oh my God, that's when he will remember, did you wash the car? Did you wash this? You know? I used to pray hard. Oh God, you know, he would, something, something he would come up, you know, something. I, I used to, you know, I never liked Mondays. It's true. Monday morning was not, a, as, a, as an unbeliever and as a young guy, Monday morning was not a good day for me. But I thank God that you can go to Jesus on Monday. You can go to him on Tuesday. You can go to him on Wednesday. You can go to him on Thursday. You can go to him on Friday. You can go to him on Saturday. Sunday is double-double glory. Amen. It's double-double. Sunday is double-double blessing. So I thank God that, you know, coming into Christianity, I did not have that kind of image of, 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 of God the Father. My, 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 con my, my conviction was radical that I believed him, you know, never grew up in a Christian home, but when I became born again, I knew and still until today, my faith is as strong and getting stronger as the day goes by because I know that God is an amazing God. I trust him. I believe him. Amen. I believe him and I want you to be, if you're not, I want you to be the same today in the name of Jesus. My message this morning, I want to talk about great expectations. God wants us. Something is happening in KTLCC. Amen. We're going to lift up our faith. We're going to believe him. We're going to take all his promises. The Bible says that his promises are yes and they are amen. Amen. We want to believe God for everything. If you've come here and there's a need in your life, I want you to believe. I want you to believe that God will respond. Okay? All right? That God will answer. God will meet your needs. God will bless you. There's an outpouring of God's spirit that has been poured upon us all. He's taking us to a new level. This city will see something. Amen. The city will see the church. This city, London. Amen. The London will see us. They will know that Jesus is alive. Through our worship, our confession, our testimonies, our evangelism, you know, just the simplicity of our heart, people will know that God is God. I'm excited about the days ahead. Amen. Can you see? Can you see? Can you see the days ahead? Amen. Can you see? Amen. The days ahead are glorious days in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on. You know, some of you, you're going to go to work like, like you're drunk. And they'll ask you, you know, which party did you, did you go to yesterday? And you tell him, it's, it's, it's the Holy Ghost party. And then, you know, Holy Ghost, which, you know, where, where, where? Church! Really? Hallelujah. You know, excited. Amen. Excited. Hallelujah. Doing your work and just laughing. <laughs> you know, excited about Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, you know, looking at your, your, your bank, your account online and just, just laugh. Whoa. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't you think these things can happen? That miraculously somebody has put some money in your account? It's, uh, they happen. 
I'm telling you, they do happen. May it happen to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. And then you look online and you just, whoa, whoa. I'm telling you, glorious days are coming. Amen. They will know that we serve a living God. Come on, church. They will know that our God is alive and he's good. Hallelujah. He's good. Amen. Amen. I don't want, I don't like anybody to be sad. Especially believers. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. The Bible says that with joy we shall draw from the wells of salvation. We have a good and a compassionate God. Amen. Come on. The Bible says that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. I shall not want. David said, I was young, but now I'm old. So that I have never, hallelujah, I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Or the children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren begging for bread. Bread is the most common thing. Give me bread. No, no way in the name of Jesus. Not a beggar. I like that Nigerian song. I know go suffer. And I know go beg for bread. Amen. The God of, the God of miracle. Now my papa. Amen. The God of miracle is my father. Come on somebody. The God. Hallelujah. He performs miracles. We see those things throughout the Bible. From Genesis all the way to Revelation. The hand of God. And we know without any shadow of doubt that the mighty hand of God is upon our lives. Yeah. Hallelujah. God's hand is upon our lives. We know that in the name of Jesus. Amen. So get excited for the days ahead of you. It's full of his glory. Come with me. Let me preach and then we'll pray at the end. Let's preach. Let's, let's, let's hear the word of the Lord. Amen. Let's preach. Come with me to the first book of Corinthians, chapter 2. Let's see what the Bible says. Get excited. Amen. I'm going to share two scriptures. And then we'll believe God in this place. Second Corinthians, first Corinthians, sorry, chapter 2. Chapter 2. is Paul speaking with confidence in verse 7. He says, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Are you there? Verse 7. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the age, before the ages for our glory. Somebody say our glory. Our glory. Did something for us ordained something. It's true. Every promise of God is true and is amen. amen. Yes, we've got to believe it. This is what the Bible says. He said, which none of the rulers of this age knew, for, for had they known, they would, have not, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. They would have kept him back. They don't, you know, kept him back. You know, probably put him in a, in a, in a, in a cage somewhere. Said, don't let him die. 
But thank God they had no wisdom. Because we know that through his death, you and I have life. Amen. We have a great life in Christ. But then he goes on in verse 9. But as it is written, eyes have not seen. Eyes have not seen. Nor ears heard. Nor have entered into the heart of men the things which God has prepared for those who love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. Do you love him? Of course you do. Of course you do. Hallelujah. Eyes have not seen. This morning I'm talking about the expectations. What are your expectations? You believe in God for. In this environment. This environment of great worship and great truth. And the word of the Lord for this season. About the new waves of God that is coming. To bring another dimension of the glory of the purposes of God into our lives. I want you to be expecting great things in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Eyes have not seen. Eyes have not seen it. Can't see it. Can't see it. The world out there, they're trying to get us to see things from their own perspective. Amen. But we want to see things from the heart of God. We want to see things with the eyes of faith. Amen. The world out there, they're trying to condition us so that we conform to the patterns of this world. But the Bible says, renew your mind. And we have come this morning to renew our mind. Amen. To allow the invisible things that God has planned for us through his word to become visible in the name of Jesus. Come on, church. God is a God that can do the impossible. Amen. I know it. I've experienced some in my life. I know. I was telling the 9 o'clock service, I'm, I've got a double celebration. The first one is about me. 22 years ago is when I planted the church that I pastor now. Exactly to this date. So I thank God. Thank God. That the Lord has sustained me and kept me. I'm so grateful to God that the Lord has sustained me, kept me. Amen. And I want to be on more fire for God. And I want to do more things for God in the name of Jesus. The second thing is about my wife. Some of you know my wife, Toyin. I thank God for her life. Because about three, four years ago, she nearly died. Some of you have heard the story. She had a brain hemorrhage. It was very bad. But we thank God that God kept her alive. She was coming back from her meeting with Pastor Amanda here. And on the North Circular, um, Grace was in the car. And she just started screaming. She was driving and lost control of the car. Now, I mean, there's a lot of things that we can pray. We, we, we can praise God for. Okay, and she was screaming, and one of the vessels in her, in her, in her, in her, in her brain, in her head, busted, and you know had a brain hemorrhage. You know, I remember the next day when, of course, they, you know, the hospital get reports from the GP, and one of the doctors came banging on my door, 
you know, I thought that was very unusual for a GP banging on my door. Where is your wife? What happened? Tell me. And the guy said to me, in the last two months, that in that surgery, they have lost four people of brain, of brain, of brain hemorrhage. You know? So he said, God, I mean, the guy was telling me that God must really, really, say, uh, um, he calls me Reverend. Reverend, God must really, really be on your side. I said, of course he is. Of course he's on my side. Of course he's on my side. Of course he is. You know? And right now, I woke up early this morning about 4 o'clock to drop Toyi at the airport. She's celebrating her 50th birthday. And she's gone on a cruise without me. <laughs> People of God, I had to stay back and minister here. <laughs> As if you believe that. No. Actually, she's gone, she's gone with a best friend of hers. They were roommates back in university. So both of them have you know, is it girls' night out or girls' water out? Girls' sea out? Okay, all right. So, but I thank God. I really do. And, and, and through all these experiences of my life, it makes me more determined. I'm telling you, people of God, more determined. Look, God is good. I want to tell somebody, probably there's somebody here, you need to hear that for the first time. You need to hear that. You need to hear this. And I'm talking to you. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. I am telling you, God is good. Amen. God is good. Amen. Of course, we, we go through trials and challenges, but, you, but, but the truth is you come out of it. You understand? You come out of it. I only allow myself, it's not even up to two minutes, probably one minute of, oh God, you don't love me, you don't care for me, why all this? How did I snap out of it? Oh, hallelujah, Jesus, you understand? You gotta snap out of it. You gotta snap out of it, you know? You understand? Just, you know, one minute. Oh, God, why is all this? I can't, no money, no money. Where are you? This has to be paid. Yeah, 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 yeah. One minute, one minute. One minute is even too long. Snap out of it. Oh, hallelujah, God is good. You know? Snap out of it. And I really mean that. In the middle of some great challenges, great, tough times sometimes as leaders, as pastors, as a believer. But then you, you hang on to the Lord. And he sustains you. He strengthens you. And you come out of it in the name of Jesus. I want to build your expectations today. Whoever you are. Hallelujah. Leave this place. Knowing that something is happening in this house. Eyes have not seen. Ears. Nobody has told you enough. Of the amazing grace. Of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no amount of preaching that can tell you that. God himself is able to put it into your spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on. This is what the Bible says. It says the things which God has prepared for those who love him. God has prepared wonderful things. Then he goes on to say, verse 10. But God has revealed them. I see it in the name of Jesus. I see things. I see great things. For my life, for my family, for the church, for the city. I see things for London. 
Come on, people of God. It's always tempting for people like us to relocate and go back to Nigeria, especially when you are putting 50. <laughs> it's time to go home. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that are doing that now. Most of my friends packing their bags and they're going. A lot of Nigerians are relocating. I say, city is tough. This city is the easiest city to live in in the name of Jesus. Amen. Telling you. Eyes have not seen. I want to see it. I want to see the glory of God all over London. Oh, I want to see it. And I know it's coming. It's upon us in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We will do exactly what God has called us to do. To build those cells. To plant those churches. You know, to raise up nations for Christ. To take stadiums. Oh, hallelujah. They're still debating about this, the new stadium in Stratford. We're coming. Amen. Coming. That's what the Bible says. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. There's a, there's a witness in my spirit of every truth, of every promise, of every word that comes from God. Hallelujah. My eyes will not understand it. My ears have not understood it. But my spirit says yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Just like Moses. And Moses took the people of God out of the hands of Pharaoh. Pharaoh wanted him to compromise. Take this, take that, take this, take the children, leave the woman. Take the woman, leave the children. But I thank God for what that man said. Say, you know what, Pharaoh? Everybody's going. You understand? My hands will worship God. My eyes will worship God. I'm not leaving something behind. Nothing. Say, Pharaoh, let me tell you, just in case, the kids are going. The ladies are going. The men are going. Our flock are going. He said, not even a hoof will remain. Nothing. Because we don't know what the Lord requires until we get there. Hallelujah. I'm determined that every promise of God will be fulfilled in our lives in Jesus' name. I believe it. Amen. And, and I don't want anybody to dampen what I believe. You understand? I don't want anybody... Look, that's why I try to surround myself with men and women that will encourage me. Please, nobody tell me it's not possible. Amen. I know it's possible. As long as if it's in the word of God. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. In this short experience of mine, I've seen things. Oh, yeah. Both in this nation and the nations of the world. I've seen things. I've seen miracles. Oh, I've seen people that are blind, healed, and restored to sight. I've seen lame people walk. I've seen people recover from sick. I've seen things. Nobody tell me that Jesus is not alive. I don't want to hear it. don't want to hear it. It's in the Bible. 
and God speaks to me and my spirit receives it, that's fine. Oh, yes. I can give you testimonies upon testimonies of my own personal life where God has come through for me. Expectation is what I'm talking about today. I want to increase. Say, Lord, give me a greater expectation of the things that you can do so that I can be a testimony to people. It's not about me. It's not about me. Oh, yeah. It's not about me. It's about the life I can live for Jesus so that many. I like it. I like it. I was in a family gathering yesterday. I like it when they know that you're a Christian, you're a man of God. As I walked into the parties, one of my young cousins was, was 30. And as I walked in, the mother started screaming, Pastor is here. And I said, wow, hallelujah. <laughs> you understand? There's a testimony there. I, I, I tell you why they say that, because they understand the background. They understand the, the, the Islam. You understand? These are family. They know where we've come from. Are you with me? My expectations of God. I know he is God. Let me share something because I want to tell you what I see and then we'll pray. I want, I want to, there, there's four things that I see about us today. With this outpouring of God's spirit and his love and his power that is taking us deeper into his things. There's four things that I see. And I'm going to show you from, from the book of Isaiah. Let's, let's go to Isaiah 54. Let me, sh let, let, me, let, me, let me tell you what I see in the spirit. Hallelujah. God is good. Don't faint. Don't faint. And don't give up. Don't give up. That's a word for somebody here. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't be passive as well. Hallelujah. Don't just be. Don't just be. Don't just be somebody who's trying to survive life. Lay hold of God. Are you with me? He's there for you. Don't just be. Amen. Don't just be. Be hot. Be on fire for God. This is what the Bible says. I, I like it. We, we sang it and I know God, God, God is doing something. In 54, the Bible says, sing, O barren. Oh. Now let me give you a background here. It's a prophecy about restoration. And I thank God for God's kind of restoration. He doesn't, you know, when we go and repair a car, we try to patch things up, don't we? We patch, you know. Thank God. Thank God for prosperity nowadays. I remember there are some years we used to patch up our shoes. I hope nobody does that anymore. Because, you know, we call it resoling the shoe. Thank God. Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God that Primark has made things so simple. <laughs> <laughs> are you with me but the restoration is that when God restores things when God restores a family a body when God restores a situation he makes it better than what it was before amen that's the restoration power of God Isaiah was prophesying about the restoration of 
of, of, of Israel and everything they had lost during the exile. The second thing about this is that some of these guys were complaining as well. They were not seeing, of course, for where they were. They were not seeing the promises and all the things that God has spoken about. They, had, you know, they, 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 couldn't, they couldn't see it. And therefore, they were complaining about their own barrenness, about their emptiness, the lack of fulfillment and joy in their own life. And I prophesy to somebody here, hallelujah, come on, let, let the power of depression be broken off your life. Because God will fulfill what he has promised in Jesus' name. Amen. So you see, barrenness represents unfruitfulness and the lack of, 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 of posterity and the lack of continuity. That's what barrenness does. And I thank God for what the Bible says here because, you see, God does not think like man thinks. God gets us to do some amazing things that are not probably normal. But it's a statement of faith and it's an act of faith. You know, we do things by faith. And the Bible says here, you know, I, as I prophesied to Israel, and it says just one word, one word, one word, one word. Isaiah says, sing. Come on. Sing. I'm disrespected. I'm disregarded. Nobody wants to know when somebody is barren. It's a shame. And you want me to sing as an expression of joy, an expression of celebration? Hallelujah. Before the money hits your account, you better sing. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Amen. When God speaks, you sing. Singing is an act of worship. It is when you enthrone God and exalt him as the Lord and the King of glory. The one who is, the one who was, and the one who is yet to come. The one who is the beginning and the end. Who is the Alpha, the Omega. Hallelujah. He's got all power. You, you understand what I'm saying? He can do everything. When you sing an act of worship, when you focus on the majesty of God, on the glory of the Father, on the power of the Father, that God is, is in absolute control and God can do everything that he said he would do. So God calls the barren to say, you know what? I'm going to sing despite my circumstances, despite my situation. Despite my challenges, despite my trouble, despite my pain, despite my hurt, I'm going to sing to my God. Hallelujah. I'm going to sing. I'm going to worship him. Amen. That's why times of praise and worship in church, they're glorious. They're powerful. Amen. Come on. I understand, even before I became born, I understand the power of of, of singing, uh, the power of songs. When I was a student, I was a DJ. And you know, look, we, we, uh, come on, we, we understand, you know, what gets people off the floor and go and dance. Amen. And some of these guys, they have, they have, they have 
2,500 words to submit on a Monday. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you put Kula and the gang on on a Saturday, they forget. And they dance all night, all night long. Are you with me? The power. You forget. You remember Monday morning, and then you go and plead. You go and plead with your lecturer. Oh, it's my daddy. <laughs> he forgot to pay my school fees. Are you with me? The power. But I'm talking about the power of pure worship, where the focus is God, and not just trying to eliminate a trouble in your heart. Hallelujah. Where the offer is God. When, when God is glorified through our worship, hallelujah, everything becomes little in the light of God. Hallelujah. Everything becomes easy with the eyes of God. Hallelujah. Then you begin to see things from God's perspective. When you begin to glorify God, begin to worship and begin to sing. They all say, sing, sing. My prayer is that God will put a new song in your mouth. A song of joy, a song of victory, a song of celebration, a song of breakthrough. Hallelujah. Come on, people of God. It's amazing how a mighty wall, a mighty wall called the walls of Jericho, how sinking brought that wall down. People were just singing and praising God. Singing and praising God. Are you with me? They were singing and praising God. And, 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 and a wall that was probably as thick as this, as, this, as, this, as this place, you know, just came down. Just, ah, you know, ah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, people of God. When we worship, we bring the presence of God down. And the Bible says that the mountains, they melt like wax in the presence of the Lord. Sing. Sing. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we shall not be objects of disappointment. For every single one of you in this place, in Jesus' name. Let me show you four things that I see in this environment. I see that a lot of people, if they haven't already, they're going to conceive the word of God in their spirit. They're just this, yeah, you know what it is? You just can't, you, you just know. You just know. You just know. You understand? You just know. You just know. You just know. The word of God becomes rhema. You just know. Ooh, you, I tell you, you just know. You, you understand? You just know. You know. You understand? You just know that something in your spirit is saying, yes. I see a lot of conception. People conceiving and believing the word of God. For this great season that we are in. The waves. They're going to take us deeper and deeper into the belief and the faith and the confidence that we have in the word of God. Great confidence in the word of God. Hallelujah. People like Daniel, they had confidence in God's words. Look, we're not going to bow down to you. You, you can turn it up. Turn it up. Turn, you know, turn it up. Put us there. Turn it up. Or was it the lions then they threw them, they threw them into? We're not, we're not gonna bow down to these things. Because we know our God is a deliverer. That's, 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 you see, that is 
you know, they, they, they've allowed the word of God to be conceived in their heart. They're carrying the word of God. So when trials come, amen. See, when problems come, I don't answer. I say, faith, go answer the door for me, please. And when the enemy sees faith, he runs away. Believe me. People are going to conceive the word of God. The Bible says, sing. 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 When you get to verse 2 of that Isaiah 54, the next one is the level of the expectation of God's people is going to rise. What are you expecting in this season? What are you expecting? I was in a nation some years ago and some of these things I, don't, I, 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 I tend to forget. But they said to me when I came I asked them to write down five things that they were believing God to do in their lives. And when I went back some years after, the pastor was telling me nearly everything that the people, have, the people of God had written, many of them had come to pass. So what are you expecting God to do? It's just a challenge, simple challenge sometimes. Just, just write it down. I'm not asking you to, but I'm just saying the testimony. Many of them, many of them say, wow, this is what I wrote. This is what I wrote. That's what I wrote. Sometimes I do it to my own children as well. Write things down. What are you expecting God to do in your life? Amen. We've got to help people to enlarge. You understand? I don't know about you, but we've got children who believe God. When my daughter says, I want money, I say, I don't have. They go to the cash point. <laughs> they don't, you know, they don't want to hear that you don't have. That's the solution to my, say, go to the cash point. Ah, even nowadays, they, you know, if you don't go, we know your pin. We'll take it ourselves. You can't tell them that. Look, there's days where there's no money. You understand? There's no money. Payday ain't here yet. They don't understand that. Why? The expectation. Hallelujah. The expectation. And we have a, I don't know about you, but we have a generation of, of, of people, they don't like the word no. When they say, Daddy, I want blackberry. The blackberry they get. <laughs> Amen. They don't understand that for your age, blueberry is good. They don't understand that. They understand. They don't understand that blueberry is good. It's blackberry they want. You get it? Now, for me, it's good, you know, because it's the, the faith and the, the belief. And sometimes I, I, I try not to discourage because it's that expectation. Amen. Hallelujah. I remember a story. Not a story, a true story of this was years ago. My son, my son is about 20 now. I think he was in year two. And I borrowed a friend's car. And that friend's car was not a so good car, if you understand what I'm saying. The guy, I don't know, six, seven, not sure. It was in primary school. As I got to the, to the gate of the school, the guy was at the back seat. I just saw him go. <laughs> I'm telling you. I was shocked. See what happened? I don't want anybody to see me in this car. <laughs> I, look, I'm telling you, it's a true story. I was shocked. I was shocked. He didn't want his friends to see me. Like, like, what car did you come to school with? God help us. Expectation. They want to go to school with a 4x4. Four four. <laughs> Thank God mine are grown anyway, so... 
You give them bus pass. <laughs> but for you that have just started, hallelujah. For you guys that have just started, hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The expectations, they expect. It's the same expectation. I'm telling you, come on, enlarge, enlarge. Your expectation of God. God is amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Amen. We try to talk ourselves out of blessing. Oh, he, he can do it. If it's in his word, he wants to do it. Amen. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from above. God wants to give us things and bless us and enable us to be a blessing to others. So that people can see the power and the effect of the kingdom in our lives. People need to see the effect of the kingdom. Listen to that. People need to see the effect of the kingdom and the word of God in your life. I want to see it. I want to see it. Hallelujah. I want to see it. The way we live, the way we enjoy the things of God. Hallelujah. Expectation. The third one that I see that God is doing is what I call preparation. Okay? Preparation. God says, do not, that same verse 2, do not spare, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. Okay? He said, do not spare. Prepare. Prepare. Prepare your heart. Don't put, see, basically what he's saying, don't put limits around your heart. Don't put limits around your spirit. Don't put limits in your life. He's telling the barren woman, don't put, don't, come on, come on, don't, don't put preparation. Prepare. Get rid. You know, get rid of junk. Get rid of junk. I still remember, and I'm not asking everybody to do this. It's a colleague of mine, one of my pastors' church. This young girl was complaining, oh, where is it? I struggle. I struggle with life. I struggle. I want to serve God, but I struggle. I struggle, I struggle. The guy, the, this is what the guy said. He's a man of wisdom. Anyway, he said, bring your, bring your, bring, he said, bring your, bring your, bring your mobile phone. He took the mobile phone. He said, all these numbers, write down the most 10 names in your mobile phone that you phone at least. Within three days, you phone them at least once. And the young girl wrote down 10 names. Okay? Then the guy said, now, are these your friends? These people, you phone them at least th once in three days? Yes. Even more. She was even boasting. I even phone them more than that. You know, we talk, 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 talk. Uh, okay. All right. Don't worry. It's fine. You sure? You sure? Then the guy said, now, begin to put a tick out of those 10 on the ones that are believers and go to church. Not even one. <laughs> the guy said, prepare to say bye-bye to them. <laughs> you understand? Oh, yeah, you come back one day. She'll come back to them. But that time, she would have changed. Oh, you understand? Oh, yeah, she'll come back. You know, you know, she'll come back. But at that point in time, those 10 people had a powerful effect on her life that were not allowing her to grow. So you get stronger, and then you come back. You have a way of keeping contact but then you go and grow in the Lord. It's called preparation. So by this time, they don't, they don't, look, I, I, you know, they're not, they don't influence me, but I say, I want to go to church, follow me. They say, let's go to school, and then you follow them. Nah. Preparation. What preparations are you making in your heart for what God is about to do? And then the last one, I see manifestations all over this place. Things are going to come to pass. Things are going to come to pass. 
I believe that. Hallelujah. This is what the Bible says in verse 3. It's not maybe, maybe, maybe. God didn't say maybe, maybe. He said, I'm saying this just in case I don't bring it to pass. Eh? Let me just warn you. Just let me just warn you. There's some things that are difficult for me. Hmm? Even the angels know. <laughs> Gabriel will tell you that when the thing becomes tough, me, I run away. Even angels run. No, no, no. God doesn't, he didn't say that. He said, for you shall expand. <laughs> for you shall expand to the right and to the left. And your descendants will inherit the nations and make, see, and make desolate cities inhabited. You know, which means places where people have never lived before because people are so many, they need to go and occupy. Amen. Come on. Some of you, you've got three, four bank accounts. They need to be occupied. <laughs> Understand? Some of you, that bank, they have not even sent you a, a renewal card for years now. Because there's no money there. It needs to be occupied. <laughs> Believe God for expansion. Come on, people of God. I know it's more than that. It's about the kingdom and the glory and the power that God is bringing to us this day. And I'm asking you, hallelujah, enlarge your expectation. Let this church be a church of people who are expecting God for amazing things. Let's stand to our feet. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, people of God. Just share your own prayer as I close right now. Oh, Father, we come before you, and we're so grateful. We're so grateful. We're so grateful for the days that are ahead of us. Come on, church. We're so grateful. We're so grateful, Lord. Oh, God, we're so grateful. We're so grateful. We're so grateful. We're so grateful. Lord, and I just pray that today you will come by the power of your spirit, and you begin to release your fire and your anointing upon every life in this place today. Let it be a new day. A new day. A new day, Father. Oh, God. Let the beginnings begin for some people in this place. Let the beginnings begin, oh, God. Let the beginnings begin, Father. Oh, God, I pray. Let those beginnings, let them begin to begin, Father. In Jesus' name. Lord, we bless you. And we thank you for what you're doing. We're so grateful. We're so grateful. We're so grateful in Jesus' name. As I finish now, we might not be able to sing because I'm not a singer myself. I'm not a singer. But thank God I'm a preacher. But one thing the Bible says, the Bible says sing and cry, and cry aloud. I want, everybody, I want every single person here to just lift up your hand and your voice and just cry out the name of Jesus. Oh, I say cry out. Cry out! Oh, yes! Jesus! 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 Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God bless you and have a wonderful day. God bless you all.